Welcome to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Leaders are the heartbeat of any organization. Let Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler share with you the pathway to becoming a top leader in your organization. Now, here are your hosts, Dr. Greenberg and Dr. Nadler. Welcome to Leadership Development News. Glad you're here. This is Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. I'm Dr. Relly Nadler. My co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, will join us in just a moment. Between Kathy and I, we have helped thousands of leaders and executives to perform in the top 10%. We always bring you great guests who have different points of view. And today, we're going to bring uh, Dr. Woody. Dr. Woody is short for uh, Michael Woodward. But let me tell you about Dr. Woody. He is the author of a book that we're going to talk about called The You Plan and a Speaker. Dr. Woody focuses on the psychology of communication, leadership, and career reengagement. Dr. Woody's approach is to develop your self-awareness and human interaction skills so to create a positive culture and open communication. He is a certified professional coach trained in the field of organizational psychology. And as a coach and a consultant, Dr. Woody works with private and corporate clients on career development and building management and leadership capacity. You may have uh, seen him or read him in the print uh, magazines and uh, newspapers. Dr. Woody has wrote a regular column for Go Jobbing magazine on issues around hiring and coaching. And Dr. Woody's also been quoted in the Miami Herald, Miami Today, and the South Florida Sun Sentinel as an expert on career reengagement. So today we're going to have some opportunities to talk uh, to Dr. Woody about a variety of things, but many folks we know may still uh, be looking for work and a way to best promote themselves in the job world. So Dr. Woody should be able to speak about uh, many of those things. He's also uh, published an award-winning research on teamwork, and that book is uh, entitled Cooperation and Competition, the Effects of Team Entrainment and the Reward Structure. His website which has got a lot of interesting information on, is www.drdrwoody.com. And you know, Kathy and I always want to bring you the best in current leadership topics. We have interviews with proven leaders and provide evidence-based practices to help you develop more leaders in your organization. And my co-host, Dr. Kathy Greenberg, um, let me just tell you a word about her. She coaches leading executives uh, and their entire comp- companies on the application of her proven Happiness equals profit strategies. Dr. Greenberg is the co-founder of the renowned executive consultancy, H2C, stands for Happy Companies, Healthy People, and author of multiple bestsellers and much-demand conference speaker. Kathy, welcome to the call. Thanks, Relly. It's a delight to be able to hear Dr. Woody today talk to us about many of the, I want to say, resources that he has available to help our listeners really become the best career entrepreneurs that they can. I am so delighted to be your co-host, and for those of you who don't know Dr. Relly Nadler, Relly is a master-level certified executive coach. He's a psychologist, a corporate leadership and team trainer, and Dr. Nadler brings his expertise in emotional intelligence to all of his keynotes, consulting, coaching, and training. And Dr. Nadler's Leading with Emotional Intelligence, his brand-new book, provides hundreds of tools and strategies to develop star performers like you. You know, Relly and I know that leaders are truly the heartbeat of any organization. 
But most leaders will underestimate just how much influence they have over others. And, well, as a result, they can underperform, and the teams around them will do the same. But doing just a few things differently can dramatically improve your performance and that of your organization. And in each and every show, Relly and I bring you guests that will help you develop more leaders in your organization, learn a little bit about what happy companies know, and about performance related to happiness. The science that we all love, emotional intelligence, and positive psychology strategies to be your best. We love to share brain and neuroscience contributions to top performance, as well as generation and gender differences, work-life balance practices, and strategies for managing both yourself and your boss to be your best. And we're going to share some of those tools with you today. Relly, would you share with our audience why we feel leadership is so important and a little bit about the science behind leadership development? Sure, Kathy. I'd be glad to. So on leadership development news, obviously we talk about leaders and how they best develop. And why are leaders so important? Well, the reason is some of the research shows that leaders have anywhere from 50 to 70% influence over the climate of their team. That's huge when you think about if you're the leader or, or your boss, how much influence they have. We like to call them the emotional thermostat. And the reason is emotions are contagious, and the leader is the most contagious person. If it's positive, that's great for the team. If it's negative, that's not so good for the team and their performance. One of the keys that we talk a lot about is how do you get someone into the top 10%. And a lot of the research shows that emotional intelligence is one of the key areas to get someone into the top 10%. When you look at emotional intelligence, technical expertise, and IQ, emotional intelligence brings the greatest contribution to your success. And why is this top 10% a tipping point of such? And if you're listening, um, you know who are your top 10% performers. And you can pick them out. And they typically produce twice as much revenue to the organization as someone in the 89th percentile and below. So we're hoping that with some of the tips that we give, talking to Dr. Woody and others we have on our shows, you get the one or two key things that can allow you to move forward or help better develop your people. We like to call these micro-initiatives that create macro-impact. All three of us on on the line here are coaches. And we know in organizations that training is very important. And training alone will help uh, your people be more productive. And their research shows about a 22% increase in productivity. But if you add coaching to that, that jumps up to about 88%. So you can really personalize what's going on in the organization for each individual, how they best use the information. And you can increase... uh, Profit in your organization by creating coaching networks. Kathy and I are available with our Excel Institute to come in and help create some networks of coaches. And studies show that happiness is tied to profit by more than 93%. For more information about Dr. Kathy Greenberg, her website is www.h2c leadership for happiness books, tools, speaking keynotes, leadership, and coaching services. If you're interested in me, Dr. Riley Nadler, my website is www. Dot True North Leadership for Emotional Intelligence books. There's some free EI assessments, speaking keynotes, leadership, and coaching boot camps. So, uh, Dr. Woody, why don't we have you say hello, and I'll say a couple more words. 
Sure. Well, it's great to be here with uh, both you and Kathy. I certainly appreciate the opportunity to come on and chat with you about <clears throat> a lot of these issues, particularly about personal planning. So I'm excited to be here. Ah, great, great. Well, we have some questions lined up for you. Let me just say a couple more things about Dr. Woody here that I didn't say in the initial intro. He is the founder and president of the Miami-based consulting firm Human Capital Integrated, and the firm focuses on management and leadership development. In conjunction with founding and running uh, HCI, Dr. Woody is also the founder of drwoody.com. It's a dynamic media site that you should check out, dedicated to work-life issues, career, entrepreneurialism, in the new economy. Dr. Woody also serves on the Academic Advisory Board for the Florida International University Center for Leadership. Prior to founding his consultancy, Dr. Woody served as a management and human resource consultant for PricewaterhouseCoopers Consulting and as a project manager for IBM Business Consulting Services. So he really brings kind of on-the-line experience being in some you know, big uh, consultancies. He received his B.A. in psychology from University of Miami, his master's in industrial and organizational psychology from Springfield College, and a Ph.D. in industrial and organizational psychology from Florida International University. So, Kathy, maybe you can walk us through our first questions for Dr. Woody. Absolutely, and um, it's, it's really a pleasure to have you on the show, and we're going to have some fun here. So, um, We'll stick to the questions, Woody, but if there are some things that you want to share with us that we don't cover, please feel free to let hey, us and know. As long as we're having fun, that's what's important. Exactly. That's how <laughs> I feel, too. So before we get into the meat of yep. what you do, because I'm actually on your website, and I just downloaded the Plan workbook, which I want to talk to you about. Yep. Tell us about your background and sure. who have been some of the, I want to say, big influences in your life that have you uh, thinking about what we're going to talk about today? Sure. You know, Kathy, I think throughout my career I, I'm influenced at different points by different people. I don't know if there's one grand influencer, you know, when I look back on that. Um, I, as you guys mentioned, I mean, you, you kind of covered all the intro stuff. You know, my background is as an organizational psychologist and um, worked in the corporate world at Pricewaterhouse and at IBM, mainly in uh, in our management and executive development practices and working with government clients. Because uh, I was, I'm originally from Washington D.C. I live in sunny, beautiful Miami now. So uh, call, calling in from down here in the South, um, I do also write a regular column for Fox Business uh, for their website called the Career Hot Seat, where I deal with a lot of the career issues. Um, so, you know, to answer a question about influencers, probably my grandfather was, if I had sort of one overarching influencer, because he was very much of an entrepreneur and a guy who kind of lived the American dream. And as you mentioned at the outset, one of the the things that I really preach to folks, especially given the current state of the economy and where we are now, is the notion of career entrepreneurialism. And that is viewing your life and your career from an entrepreneurial perspective and really taking charge and doing things the way you need to do it and kind of owning your life. So I'm really big into pushing that, and the, the book kind of focuses on how to help you think that way. So, you know, that, that influence kind of comes from him. Uh, I would say, you know, when it comes to, the, to influences for the book and, and for me in practice, certainly mentors I've had throughout the past uh, – one would be a, a, a guy named Paul Isley, who was a, a Ph.D. psychologist who I worked with when I was at PricewaterhouseCoopers. 
um, really taught me a lot. And I think, you know, like I said, we all find different mentors that we, you know, at different times in our life that make sense. Well, uh, Woody, this is great, especially hearing about uh, you know, your background. And I also noticed before we kind of get into the next questions that we want to now from here on in, we want to really be able to pick your brain and have our listeners uh, benefit from some of the information you're going to give. We're going to go to a uh, quick break. This is Leadership Development News, and we'll be right back. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better? What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com. Or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, and we are having a great conversation with Dr. Woody. And um, as we come back here, I'd love to talk to you about the types of clients you're working with now and what 
what gave you this incentive, this motivation to write the book that you planned? Sure. It, you know, Kathy, it's an interesting story. I, um, you know, after uh, leaving IBM uh, back in uh, 2003, I decided to go back to do my PhD uh, down here in Miami at FIU, and then most of the way through that, uh, all the coursework, I started my own firm down here back in 2005, and most of my focus was on management executive development. And so typically I worked with corporate clients, usually mid-sized companies, on dealing with that transition from player to coach. It's that learning how to work through people uh, as opposed to doing it yourself and generating a common philosophy of management in an organization and creating programs where we could train future leaders on how to best, I think, really enhance the business of the organization. Like you guys talk about, you know, getting in that top 10%. Um, so what was interesting for me is being well-connected down here in the business community in Miami, in South Florida, around 2008, a lot of people started asking me, they said, you know, Woody, things are rough here. Uh, and, and down here, certainly, unemployment's pretty pretty challenging. In, in Dade County, we're at about 13%. In the state, I think it's about 12% in Florida. So it's pretty, we got hit pretty hard. And what I found is that I was being approached by a lot of folks in the business community, especially those working with young professionals and those working with professionals in transition, and they said, we need to deliver a message that's different because we're finding the pool of unemployed folks, especially at professional levels and even at executive levels, is growing, and they're not sure what to do. The old model of, or the book of how to rewrite your resume or how to network or surf the job fair or work on job boards and understand the postings and recruitment firms and all that stuff was very task level, and it just wasn't relevant anymore when you have, I think, a, a, a recession, the magnitude of what we were finding. So what happened was they said, Woody, can you, you know, you coach managers and executives. You have a way of talking to people and helping them through that self-discovery process to strategize and, and reset. And <clears throat> what kind of message would you want to deliver to these folks that would help them better understand what to do and how to deal with this? So I said, sure, and, you know, being the diligent consultant, I, I sat down and I reviewed a lot of the different books, and I found that they were very task-level focused. And my concern with that was at a time when it's just, it's no longer about chasing opportunities. It's about creating opportunities, especially in this environment. And too many of, I think, the career coaching community and those in and those type of books were really more focused on the tasks and things to do and telling people well, do X, Y, Z and it'll get you this outcome. I said I felt like that was putting the cart before the horse. I said, you know, and I'm being the preachy psychologist guy, which I can do that with both of you. Um, <clears throat> I said, you know, we need to step back and start thinking about how to be more introspective and really create a plan. And that was my frustration is too many people were focused on the stuff, the, the doing. And, you know, as you both know, it's when you, whether you're leaving the bubble of college campus life or you are, you know, transitioning out from a job or an industry you've been in for 20-some years, it, you lose your daily routine, your ritual, your socialization, your structure that defines you, your purpose, really, and that's psychologically paralyzing. And so what do you do when you go through that paralysis or your defining structure is gone? You sit down and you start doing things, tasks, stuff, because it makes you feel better. 
problem is that doesn't get you anywhere. And so that's where that was originally the inspiration. I started doing so a lot of pro bono work and workshops and free speaking and uh, whether it was colleges, universities, or some of our get back to work agencies that are you know, government funded down here. Um, and I started getting people really responding well. And I said, you know what? I think I need to put this into a book. So uh, um, even though I promised myself no more writing for a while after I finished my doctorate, I jumped right into it and uh, sat down and decided to put together something nice and succinct that I felt, you know, would walk people through a series of questions I wanted them to ask themselves and then have them create the answers and try and develop some kind of plan. So that's that's uh, sort of a, the long-slash-short version of, of how the U-Plan came about. You know, and I, have the, I have the book, and uh, it, so it is very helpful, a lot of worksheets. We're going to kind of walk through some of that stuff. You know, so as I hear you talk about, uh, Woody, it's the difference between the doing and the being, and sometimes we like to talk about kind of the play on words. Right. Many of us, you know, are human doings versus human beings, and I think kind of your what we'll get into, finding out who you are as a life plan really uh, is the human being part, you know, doing the being before the doing. But so I'm curious, because um, I know between you, me, and Kathy, we've talked with thousands of people, and often, you know, you find out, uh, the job that they're in, they've kind of stumbled in, you know, maybe not as a plan. But why do you think um, people don't really go ahead and, and, and do a life plan? I mean, I, we, we all we know we probably should, but what's some of the reasons you think people don't do that? Here, here's what I found, because I think you're very right when it comes to the stumbling, is a lot of times in life what happens is, is we allow opportunities that present themselves to us to guide us as opposed to deciding on creating the opportunities we want. And part of that, I think, is a function of American culture, especially American business culture, which is get in the car, put your foot to the floor, and go as fast as you can. I don't care where I'm going as long as I'm going faster than the person next to me, right? And I have found this time and time again. People are always so concerned with getting out there and just moving quickly, so quickly that they're not even sure where, where the end destination is. But as long as they feel like they're in motion, and in motion fast, mm -hmm. they feel they're accomplishing something. Yeah. I think it's a huge mistake. Um, and it worries me because, you know, I've been caught up in that, and, and you guys see that certainly with your clients. And Kathy, certainly at Accenture, I'm sure you saw that, you know, being in a huge company like that where people just get so wrapped up in, like you said, the doing and being a human doing instead of a human being because it feels there is some psychological gratification immediately, right, to doing. Um, but it's hard when, you know, at the end of the day, you look back, you're like, my God, I've been doing for, you know, how many years now, and I'm still doing but not sure where I'm going or how I'm actually being, if that makes any sense. Oh, absolutely. You know, one of the, um, I guess one of the things that I'm finding very exciting about your work is how to get somebody back on their feet. I mean, you, you saw it when you were trying to help people dig out of the emotional trauma in, in right. Dade County there. So if you're someone who's been laid off and your your unemployment may, you know, may not be extended, and actually my daughter went through this very recently and luckily she landed a job, but, but where do you help people to start? You know, it, it goes, I mean, I'll sound like a broken record, but it goes back to creating a plan because in uncertain times, right, you have a lack of structure. 
right? And, and there's a lot of ambiguity. And as you, and as you know, as, as psychologists, ambiguity comes from that feeling of not having control, right? And so if you don't have control because you don't have a defining structure to operate in, once you lose your job, right, that defining structure is gone. So you have to create structure for yourself. Creating structure for yourself is one way to take back control because that perceived lack of control is really stress-inducing. It's tremendously stressful because you don't know where you're going, what's happening. You don't know the rules. You don't know, the ga- you know how the game is played because you have – so what you need to do is step back and create it for yourself. And that is not an easy thing to do um, because it requires us to step back and do the hard internal thinking. And, again, you know, I, I, this is where I, I do get on the, the psychologist's soapbox and say it always starts with introspection. And I think you have to have a good sense of who you are and a good awareness of what you're projecting to the world around you. You have to really know yourself. And I think before you can go out and take the package of who you are and market that effectively in a highly, highly competitive job market, you have to have a strong sense of who you are because that's going to guide your your decision-making and where you go. And so that's why I fully preach to people, I say, step back and create a plan. But that plan has to come from who you are and leveraging your assets and strengths. And I know that's something both of you guys certainly focus on with clients is how do you dig in and find that stuff that is really the essence of who you are and use that to your advantage? You know, I think uh, what I'm just gonna, yeah, I was just going to say, so tell us about the, this Viper model that, yeah. that you have in your – that V-I-P-E-R. It's funny because uh, I get uh, arguments from folks that say it sounds very aggressive and that my tone tends to be a pretty aggressive one if the book – and if you see there's that picture of me on the back obnoxiously pointing um, at you, so to speak. You know, the Viper model was me saying, you know what, there are – I want you to, you to ask yourself five questions. That's what the book is about. It's, it's about me taking you through five questions. And at the end of those five questions, you know, the idea is you have some semblance of a roadmap to go forth and conquer with. So because I have a terrible memory, I always have to create uh, some kind of acronym or mnemonic to remember stuff. And, uh, you know, and, and Kathy, you know, coming from the consulting world, everything is an acronym of some sort, right? And so Viper came from those five questions. So the first question is – what are your values? That's the V, because values are your guiding compass. Uh, the second question is, what are your intrinsics? In other words, what did you bring to the table as an individual? What did you show up on this planet with, and what have you learned since? So that's the I, intrinsics. Uh, the P is, what are your passions? I leave that as the third question, because I think too often we start there. And when you start there, I think I, I see clients or individuals tend to get a little too bright-eyed and bushy-tailed. I think you need to temper it with a, no, a little bit of self-knowledge first. So that's the third question, what are your passions? The fourth is, what is your essence? And this is really, what are you about? If you can answer the question of what are my values, what are my intrinsics, and what are my passions, you can answer the question of what your essence is. Well, it certainly seems like an easy thing to do, but I know it's not. So we're going to hopefully pick your brain some more after we go to a break and go through some of these things with you. And I want to make sure our audience comes right back, so don't go away. This is Leadership Development News.
From the boardroom to you. Voice America Business Network. Most leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better what do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately how do you delegate effectively how do you develop strong relationships across the organization emotional intelligence training coaching books and tools by dr nadler are available at his website www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066 Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com, or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at h2cleadership.com. That's h2cleadership.com. From the boardroom to you, Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers. Today we're talking with Dr. Woody. You can go to his website, www.drwoody.com. And he has a new book out called The U-Plan that we're just starting to go through um, and the Viper model. And, and Woody will, will start uh, filling in the rest of it. I just wanted to mention one of the key things that I think that's so important that you talk about reflection. Uh, sometimes that reflection well, often that reflection doesn't happen, you know, by yourself, and people right. don't take the time. You know, in the uh, in my twenties, I used to work these outward bound programs where people would would be on a solo for three days, three days and three nights just by themselves. And I'd always ask them, "How much time have you ever had, you know, by yourself before this three day solo?" Often, and it's, uh, surprisingly, people had maybe a half hour by themselves when they took a bath and they weren't reading a book and they weren't 
watching TV. And so if you don't have that reflection time on your own, I think a great way to get that is with a coach who can then kind of guide you through that. But it's always been amazing, and it's a question I'd like to ask you. How much time have you really just been by yourself and with your thoughts? Because I think often that scares people. You know, it does scare people. And part of uh, – it was funny. Uh, part of the reason I did the book was it came from workshops and seminars that I was doing just down here to help people out. And I realized that, you know, I wanted to have more impact than just what I was doing here locally and then some of what I traveled for. And so the book is honestly designed as a self-coaching guide. That's the, that's the point behind it. Is it. It's me speaking directly to you and me asking you questions and, and making you actually write down and commit to answers. It, well, commit to answers and commit to action. Uh, so that's the point of it. I really like to look at the book as a self-coaching guide. But at the end of the day, certainly, if you can work with a coach, I, I, it always helps. And, you know, really, in a recent article I did when I interviewed you, you, know, you mentioned that it's about having a thought partner. Right. And I think having a thought partner really is very important in any process like this. Uh, it's just so critical because we're all victims of living in our own heads. There's no doubt about it. And so sometimes it's, it's hard for us to see the mistakes we're making or the the opportunities that we may not be actualizing. So anytime you can work with someone or even just build a support group of people who are willing to challenge you and help you in your thinking and, like you say, be that thought partner, I think it's very critical. Not not only is it important, I think, for people to have that headspace, but I think it's, it's really important for people to have a set of, um, as we all agree, a set of values you really understand, yeah. And to your point, Dr. Woody, you use three big questions to help people really solidify what's important to them. Can you share a little bit about those questions? The Are you talking about the three values questions? Yes. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it was funny. This, this came from uh, when I was going through my coach training, and a coach who had worked with me asked me about uh, my values. And I said I wasn't really sure, and I struggled with it. And ever since then, what I've found, whether I'm working with college students, professionals in transition, executives, and even recently with the high school principals, people really struggle to articulate their values. It's really, you know, generally they'll have a decent sense of it, but they can't really articulate. And I like to just have them articulate, what are your top five values? Knowing that values do change throughout time, without a doubt. Um, but I try to get back at those core things because at the end of the day, your values are what drive your decision-making. So when I'm working with executives or, like I said, the high school principals on values, we're looking at trying to better understand what they fall back on when their experience isn't enough or they don't have the requisite experience to know what decision to make or the, the requisite information or whatever it is, a lot of times they fall back on you know, looking at their values to guide in making that decision. Sometimes we call it a gut decision, whatever. Um, when in transition, and particularly the way I use values in the U plan, is to help people step back and say, you know, I need to know, have a good sense of my values because that's going to help me make choices, especially when I'm not sure which choice to make from an intellectual perspective. I should look at my values. So 
in a very simple sense, there's tons of different assessments on values out there, tons of ways to look at it, and certainly lots of adjective checklists. And I've got one in the book, and I've actually even revised it since then. Um, I think it's got about 45 different values on there. The idea is this. If you want to really know if something is truly a value or not, ask yourself three questions. First, am I willing to pay for it? Am I willing to fight for it? Or am I willing to sacrifice for it? And if you're not willing to do those three things, I mean, if you can't right away say, yes, absolutely, I'll, I'll pay whatever it takes, I'll fight whoever I have to, or I'll give away or whatever I need to to make it happen, then it's probably not a value. Uh, and you guys probably know this. I'm sure you've come across people that will say, I really value health, yet they eat at McDonald's a couple times a week and they go to the gym on rare occasion. I'm going to say, stop it. You're lying to me. You don't value. Maybe it's an aspirational value, but it's not a genuine value that you live, and that's a big difference. And so I try to get people to really get a grasp of that because I really it helps you make your decisions better. That's great. Just uh, you know, hearing how you're saying that because I think it does turn down into actions. And I think just like you do with the top five values, often I do a similar exercise, you know, what are the top five values, and I think you have it in your book too, then what do you actually do? What are the top five things that you do? Going back to what do you value, what do you do? For some people, there's an incredible disconnect. The top things that they value, they don't, they're not the top things they do. Right. So that's where you kind of really put it, you know, put it uh, in practice. So yeah, of those three, absolutely. you know, what do you want to pay for? What do you want to fight for? What do you want to sacrifice for? They may come up with something different for each one. Any any kind of uh, themes you've seen that which is the hardest for people to come up with? Um, when you say in terms of those three questions, pay for, fight for, sacrifice. Uh, to me, they're all they're they're different ways of saying the same thing. I mean, yeah. I, I don't I don't I wouldn't say there's one particular question of those three. It's really those are really kind of a litmus test for someone to look at and just ask themselves, you know, to take a value and put it to that. Yeah. Um, like for me, for example, my number one value is autonomy and independence. I'm a tremendously yeah. independent person. Always, you know, I came from an, uh, an entrepreneurial family, family of people who always work for themselves, and that's a strong value instilled in me and that I, and I live it. Uh, I'm, I was willing to make sacrifices when I left you know, a really good job at IBM when I went back to do my Ph.D., when I went on my own, you know, I took a lot of risks and gambles because I was willing to make sacrifices. I was willing to fight and do what I can to be able to own my own business, do my own thing, and be independent on my own. So that's, like, just an example for me, yeah. something that's a tremendously strong value that I absolutely live. And, you know, answering those questions is very simple for right. me for that. Now you get into other values. Sometimes it's hard, and they do change um, throughout your life. Certainly, when it comes to family, you know, when you're young and you don't have a family versus your own family versus when you have new children. I mean, your you know your values do shift over time. There's no doubt about it. But there are core ones that are always going to be there. Now, when you're talking about your your core values, that may have or may not have perhaps something to do with what you call intrinsics. Yeah. Um, can you tell us about the intrinsics and also this PACERS, P-A-C-E-R-S model? Yeah, you know, and, and Kathy, here's, here's me again, you know, creating an acronym for something because otherwise I would forget it. Right, right. <laughs> um, you know, like I said, the V in the model is, is uh, in Viper model is values, and then the I is intrinsics. And intrinsics is kind of a broad brush 
um, we're encompassing a lot of things. And I like to call it, it's what you showed up on this planet with and everything you've gained since. Um, by that I mean, and I, I use the pacers as, I call them your career pacers. These are the things that you possess and have created, learned, or they're inherent to you, whatever that you have that's important to take stock of. Uh, the P is personality. You know, we could spend an entire call just talking about the influence of personality on who you are, how you operate, how you interact with others and make choices and so on and so forth. Um, the, the A is affiliations, and I always find this is an interesting one that people don't pay as much attention to, and that is throughout your life you affiliate with lots of different things, clubs, groups, societies, your school you went to, the place you live, and a lot of times people know about you through your affiliations before they actually know you. So your affiliations really speak to who you are and what you're about. And so it's important to take stock and know what those are, to know what people see before they actually meet you. Um, the C is contributions. I think a lot of times we all, all of us forget what we've done and what we've contributed, whether it's to work or to society or to friends or people around us, whether it's writing, like you guys doing a radio show or stuff you've written or or things you've done for your community. It's important to stay, take stock of those, especially in this kind of an economy or environment, and think about how do you leverage those to really create your package to show people how dynamic your value really is. Um, e is experience in the PACER model. Uh, people mo mostly know what, you know, it's to say exactly what you've done. Uh, the R is relationships. And this is the one where I try to spend a lot of time on, because I'll tell you right now, me included. None of us do as good a job as we can when it comes to relationships. I truly believe that. It is really hard. Most of us know more people than we realize we do. Most of us are more connected with one or two or three degrees from people that can be of tremendous help to us, especially in our career development, getting a job or getting promoted or, or finding our way in life. And I think it's hard to do a good job of it because we get so disorganized and we forget who we know and who we're connected to. And I tremendously encourage people to spend a lot of time taking stock of their relationships and rekindling them, keeping them alive, because I think it is so, so important. Um, and then it, the S is skills, knowledge, and abilities, which, you know, again, that's more of the resume stuff. That, that, you know, what do you have? What are your abilities? What do you bring to the table? And how do you uh, best advertise those or put them in the jargon of the you know, industry you're trying to move towards? But... Uh, I, the relationships one is really a big one, and I, that's probably the place I spend the most time with with people. Well, I think what we're going to do is take a quick break, and uh, when we come back, we'd love to talk to you about the essence of branding yourself. So maybe you can think about that during the break, Dr. Woody. And for those of you who are listening, don't go too far. We're going to be right back. You're listening to Leadership Development News. comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. 
leaders underestimate their influence and power over others and thus underperform. Dr. Relly Nadler and Leaders Playbook help leaders point the way by providing the strategic place to get to the top in a simple paint-by-the-numbers process. Seasoned and emerging leaders will have answers to these questions. What are the steps to move up and become a star in your organization? How do you develop your people to be the next level leaders in the organization? What are your triggers that are holding you back and how do you manage them? How do you maximize your power and influence so you and your team perform better? What do you do to ensure your communication is received accurately? How do you delegate effectively? How do you develop strong relationships across the organization? Emotional intelligence training, coaching, books, and tools by Dr. Nadler are available at his website, www.truenorthleadership.com or 805-683-1066. Let Kathy Greenberg teach you and your team how to harness the power of happiness to generate even greater success and satisfaction at work. Did you know by applying coaching and the new science of happiness, you can improve your return on people anywhere from 50% to 350%. At H2C, we believe in both a return on people, that's ROP, as much as return on investment, or ROI. Kathy Greenberg, New York Times bestselling author of What Happy Working Mothers Know and internationally acclaimed What Happy Companies Know, is the leading global expert on coaching combined with the new science of happiness and originator of the Happiness Equals Profits business formula. Kathy's company, H2C, Happy Companies, Healthy People, provides practical knowledge for individuals and entire companies to maximize their potential in as little as one day. Kathy is available for one-to-one executive coaching, group programs, and as an electrifying conference speaker. Catch Kathy Greenberg at leading conferences and as a spokesperson for Cancer Treatment Centers of America. For free tips and downloads, visit Kathy's award-winning book site, WhatHappyWorkingMothersKnow.com, or for distinctive learning, practical solutions, and proven results for your business, visit Kathy Greenberg at H2CLeadership.com. That's H2CLeadership.com. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. Listening to Leadership Development News, Profiles and Practices of Top Performers with your hosts, Dr. Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We know you have leadership questions for these noted experts, so call us toll-free at 1-866-472-5790. That number again is 1-866-472-5790. Now, let's get back to the show. Welcome back to Leadership Development News. We're talking today with Dr. Woody. And his book, the U book, his website is www.drdrwoody.com. So some of there's some free downloads there, and we're talking about one of the models in his book is Vipers, and we've gone through some of them. Let me just repeat what we got so far. We got values as the intrinsics as I, passion is the P, essence is the E, and then R is the roadmap. How do you put it all together? So we've talked about values, intrinsics. Why don't we just say a few, a few words about passion and, and uh, essence, Dr. Woody, and then we can talk about how we wrap it together in the roadmap. Sure. Yeah. You know, and, and the, as I said at the outset, I left the passion as the third question because one of the things that worries me is when people jump in starting with passion, sometimes they're so broad and they're so wide-eyed and bushy-tailed and excited about stuff that I, I say, well, we've got to make sure that we temper that with 
you know, our values and, and what we are and what we have. So it makes that question easier to answer. When I've done it in workshops, it's funny. People say that I somehow tra- I kind of trick them into focusing when they get to the passion part, and, and they usually have a bit of a different take on it than if they would have answered it right off the bat. Um, you know, it, it's, it's what excites you. And I, I'll, I'll tell you one thing. You're never going to have, or it's rare, that you'll have your passions, uh, all your passions and your career perfectly lined up. You know, I'm not an idealist. I don't believe that that's always going to be the case. But my idea or what I'm trying to do is narrow the gap. A lot of times people have, and when I stand on stage, you know, I point in one direction, one hand, and another hand the other direction, like I'm a crossing guard. And I say too often people's passions and their career directions and what they're doing are going in such different directions. We need to try to close that gap. Now, sometimes you can fulfill passions with hobbies, personal interests, community service. There's a lot of other ways. You know, it's not always just going to be in your career. Uh, but I think we do need to work on narrowing that gap, and that's why I want people because, you know, the U plan, again, it's all about building self-awareness. So part of that self-awareness building is understanding what is it that excites you, that exhilarates you, that shows your genuine, true excitement. Because, when, you know, when you're out there and you're trying to interview for a job and you're in line with the hundreds of other people that are applying, um, one of the things that's going to make you stand out to someone is being able to demonstrate your passion. Employers... And certainly uh, the executive ranks and companies that they're promoting, you want to see someone who truly and genuinely has a passion and excitement for what they do because that shows sustainability in what you do as opposed to just saying, you know, being very matter-of-fact about it. So I think that that's why passion is important, and I use that chapter to try and reinvigorate people's thinking around passion. Well, one of the things, going back to what we said earlier in the show, and I think why for people interviewing or or being uh, the interviewer, emotions are contagious. And if they're excited about what they're doing and they really love what they're doing, it's going to rub off on others. And they're, in a sense, they're going to make everybody else feel that. And so everybody else is going to be excited, you know, a little bit more so. So that's why it's such a critical uh, piece of the equation here. I Absolutely. I totally agree. I think that it's, it's, a, it's a very important part. And, you know, as I said earlier, if you can answer the question of what are your values, what are your intrinsics, and what are your passions, you've answered the question of what you are about. And that's where I get into the fourth question, the E in the model, which is essence. So if you know your values, you know your intrinsics, you know, your, you know what your passions are, that's the essence of who you are. And it's a wonderful thing to have that self-awareness. But if no one else knows about it, if no one else has a good understanding of what your essence is, then it doesn't matter. It's kind of like if you have the greatest product in the world but no one knows about it, who cares, right? So in the essence part, what I try to get people to do is take that, those three questions, take that learning about yourself, and think about how do you put that into a package that you can take to market? How do you create that brand, right, but that brand that's based on you? Because one thing I'll never do is try to tell someone how to impose a brand upon themselves. A lot of consumer packaged goods marketing in that world, they tend to impose a brand or create a brand around something and uh, an experience around it that's loosely based on the intrinsics of the brand, maybe it's based on some values, but it's, it's really more of an imposition. And when it comes to branding yourself as a, as a human being, as a person, it really needs to be a projection 
of who you are. It needs to be about you deliberately putting out there a package that represents you and what you're about because otherwise it's not a sustainable thing or people will see you as being disingenuous because at the end of the day, a brand is a promise and you don't want to break that promise by not being able to live up to what you say you're about and who you are. So that's where, you know, again, this is sort of a linear kind of cascading effect here. As you go through each of these questions, they build on each other so that you can actually at the end of this, you build this and create this brand so that you could take it out to the world around you. And, and part of how you do that is you, know, you, you create a, a brand package and you have a set of talking points that speaks to that package. Does that make sense? Certainly, it makes sense uh, to me, and I think you're a good example with Dr. Woody and the and the uh, the chair, you know, and, and that kind of the branding. And I think for Kathy and I, you know, for the folks we work with, that is so important, especially for someone, you know, in the job market. Not that they're going to, you know, come in with uh, their package, but they just their brand is really kind of who they are, what they're passionate about. Yeah, absolutely. And just like you said, for mine, you know, one of the things is uh, I pull no punches. I tell people that I'm very much, you know. It's a self-coaching guy, but I am trying to aggressively walk you through doing stuff that's hard to do. And like you said, I have that picture, that image of the red chair on the cover of the book. <clears throat> and at the end of the day, I want, you know, the purpose behind the U-Plan is I am taking you, by picking up the book, you're putting yourself in the hot seat. You're deciding I need to step back, do some hard thinking, make some changes, and find a way to make things happen for myself because you can't wait to get bailed out. You've got to bail yourself out. And that's why the premise of the book is putting you in the hot seat, is giving you a little bit of sense of discomfort and feeling of urgency and walking you through questions that help you clarify and get yourself out of that hot seat and back into the game, regardless of what kind of transition you're going through. That's the whole point of it. And, you know, like I said, it's part of the branding. It's a red chair. It's aggressive. Um, I'm aggressive with people. I, I, I push them hard because I want them to really make some change, and I want them to have positive change. And the Dr. Woody is very memorable, and it comes from a nickname I've had for 20-some years now. Um, so, yeah, and, and I, I, yeah, I try to live, live what I preach, and I think I want other people to go, wow, what is my package of my brand? Because particularly when it comes to work transition and trying to get a job or get back into the, to the career world, I believe you have to have passive recruiters. And what I mean by passive recruiters is those friends and colleagues and people you know that know your points, know what you're about. So when triggered, when asked the question, hey, do you know a great organizational psychologist who's trying to help people in transition? Bam, they should think of Dr. Woody, right? Just so for anyone out there, know your brand talking points and instill them in the heads of every single person you know because you never know when they're going to come across an opportunity that makes sense for you, and you want them to think of you before anyone else. And they won't think of you unless you have a strong brand that you've instilled in their head. So that's why I'm a huge proponent of the whole, the whole branding piece. I want to just um, make sure we leave a minute here to talk about what's on the horizon for you. What are you excited about? What's coming in 2011? I'm looking to put together a tour. Uh, where I'm going to be trying to do some major cities around the country. I'll be, I'll be hitting both colleges, universities, as well as uh, chambers of commerce or professional groups that will have me come in to talk to folks who are transitioning and thinking of, thinking of doing things different. So 2011 is going to be me hitting the road. Hopefully, you know, not my voice will hold up better than it has recently, and I, I won't be uh, catching too many colds. But, yeah, I'm going to try to be out there and really spread the message because I think that 
I think it's a powerful message, and for me, it's about getting the word out, and I'm going to try every way I can to do that. Outstanding. Well, this has been Leadership Development News. We've been talking with Dr. Woody at www.drwoody.com, his book, You Plan. And uh, thanks so much for listening and tuning in again for our next exciting show, Leadership Development News, saying goodbye. You've been listening to Leadership Development News, profiles and practices of top performers with your hosts, Kathy Greenberg and Relly Nadler. We sincerely hope that you gained some great ideas and inspiration on how to elevate your leadership skills. Join us again next Monday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time right here on the Voice America Business Channel.